It's a great day to live for Jesus. This is the In the Word podcast with Pastor Mike Grover, a chapter-by-chapter devotional journey through the New Testament where we will browse the background, discover the doctrine, and practice the principles of God's Word for us today. You know, at one point in my life when I served in another ministry, I was approached by a friend of mine who was a pastor of a church about the possibility of coming and working for him at that church. And I was initially very excited about the thought of us working together and doing ministry. And so we planned a day where we would get together to talk about it. And I remember during the discussion, we really came to realize that we both had some pretty strong opinions about church things and just kind of the practical things of everyday life. And they weren't totally in agreement with each other. I remember leaving that meeting that day with this thought in my mind, I would rather stay friends with him than go to work for him. And later in a conversation, we both realized that we had come to that same opinion. In Acts chapter 15, Paul and Barnabas also came to this realization of the difficulty that they were going to have working together. But they came to the realization after they had already been working together for some time. You see, Acts 15 is an um, interim story or chapter that is between Paul's first and second missionary journeys. Uh, in Paul's first missionary journey, he and Barnabas left uh, Antioch and they went to the island of Cyprus and they had preached throughout the island of Cyprus. And then they left Cyprus and they sailed up to the southern coast of Asia Minor, which is modern day Turkey. They went into the interior and preached the gospel fully there in the, the region of Galatia. And then they returned back to Antioch after they were done with the trip. But something happened in the middle of the trip because when they left Cyprus and they landed at um, Asia Minor, their companion who had come with them, John Mark, who was Barnabas's nephew, in Acts 13, 13, were told that he unexpectedly and suddenly departed from them. And there was really no explanation about it. And so when we get here to John chapter, I mean, excuse me, to Acts chapter 15, beginning in verse 36, this is after that trip was over, after the interim, and they're getting ready now to depart on a second missionary journey. It says in verse 36, and some days after Paul said to Barnabas, let's go again and visit our brothers in every city where we've preached the word of the Lord and see how they do. And Barnabas determined to take with them John, whose surname was Mark. But Paul thought it was not good to take him with them who departed from them from Pamphylia. And he went not with them to the work. He didn't continue with them. And the contention was so sharp between them, between Paul and Barnabas, that they departed one from the other. And Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. And Paul chose Silas and departed, being recommended by the brothers to the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Cilicia confirming the churches. So here they are, they have uh, this disagreement over whether they should bring John Mark with them again. Barnabas, whose name means the son of encouragement, he's all in, man. He wants to help Mark. He wants to pull into, pour into John Mark. He wants to bring him again. And Paul's like, he doesn't want to bring him. Paul wants some stability. Paul wants a dependable partner with him. And the Bible says that the difference of opinion was so strong between Barnabas and between Paul, two good men, two godly men, two men living in the will of God, that they just decided that they would have to, from this time forward, work separately from each other. 
Now, as I mentioned, Barnabas's name means the son of encouragement, and he was a great encourager. As a matter of fact, if you go back earlier in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 9, when Saul, who later we know as Paul, became a Christian, um, man, the church really hardly believed he was really saved. They were afraid of him, it says in Acts 9.26, and that's because Paul, prior to his conversion to Christ, had been a huge persecutor and enemy of the Christians. And so you look in Acts 9.26, and the Bible says the believers were afraid of Paul, and, and they didn't trust that he was really a believer. But in the next verse, it says, Barnabas went to him and took him and brought him to the apostles and told them all the awesome things he had been doing, preaching the word of Jesus Christ. So you kind of, from the very introduction of Barnabas in the Bible, you see him as someone who just always believes in someone. He wants to go the second mile. He actually did it with Paul himself. And now he feels like, hey, Paul's good. Paul's strong. John Mark needs me now. But Paul just didn't see it that way. Paul was business at this point. Paul wanted to get the gospel to the Gentiles. He understood how difficult the journey would be. And he just disagreed with Barnabas. He said, we can't risk bringing him along. And so they had a disagreement that caused them to separate into two different missions. Barnabas took Mark and he went to the island of Cyprus and followed up on the Christians there. Now, Cyprus was also Barnabas's home country, and so maybe that would be a little bit easier on John Mark, where there's some family there. But Paul chose a new companion. He chose a man named Silas, who has a Roman name, and so probably a Roman citizen like Paul. That would be helpful in his journeys throughout Rome. And Paul left, and he went back to Asia Minor through Syria, and he confirmed the souls and the churches and went back there. So Paul wanted stability. Paul wanted trustworthiness. Barnabas wanted to pour into Mark. Two good men disagreed, so what did they do? They just kept doing ministry. They just did it separately. They went on their way to two different places. And by the way, if you read later on in the New Testament, in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 11, even Paul, in the last days of his life in ministry, sent a letter for them to bring Mark to him because he was profitable. So whatever Barnabas did in pouring into Mark, it obviously had good impact, it had good effect, and uh, man, we're thankful for that. But Paul's ministry also had great fruit, and we have the primary record of that, and we're thankful for that as well. So the reality is we don't have to always agree with each other um, to be right with each other. Sometimes we just don't agree. Now, there are some things we have to agree on as believers. Um, there's essentials of the faith in our doctrine. There's the essential of who Jesus Christ is. He's the son of God. He was virgin born. He was sinless. Uh, he died a sacrificial substitutionary death on the cross for us. You have to agree on who Jesus is and what he did. There's no room for disagreement there. You have to agree about salvation. We are saved by grace through faith, and it's not of ourselves. It's the gift of God. That teaching is so strong that in Galatians 1, the apostle Paul said, if someone teaches any other gospel, any other way of being saved, than the one he taught, he said that person should be accursed. Pretty strong language. If someone, it says over in one of John's epistles, that if someone comes to you and he doesn't bring the correct teachings about Jesus Christ, you should not even bid, let him into your house or bid him good luck on his journey. Godspeed. 
So you got to agree on who Jesus is. You got to agree about the doctrine or the teachings of salvation and about the word of God as well. That The word of God is our final authority. It is the basis of our faith because it tells us in Revelation that we shouldn't add or take away from the words of the prophecy of this book. The words of God are pure words. And so there are some things, you know, we absolutely have to agree on, but there's so, so many things that we really don't. My friend and I, the things we disagreed on had nothing to do with our beliefs about correct doctrine or teaching, had no differences on morality and what the Bible taught there. It really had to do with some practical things and how certain decisions would be made. And we realized, hey, we're better off doing ministry separately from each other. This is where Paul and Barnabas found each other. You know, Sometimes we end up in different churches from people that we know and love. We end up with different opinions, but it's a mistake when we view each other's as enemies because of that. You see, when we go our separate way in the Lord to serve the Lord, that's not always a bad thing, but it's how we treat each other when these things take place that really become the big deal. So the word for today is this. There are times when we disagree, but we must always try to disagree agreeably in a Christ-like manner that honors the Lord as we continue both serving Him in our own ways. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey through the New Testament.